Today's daf is daf Hain Dalit. We are going to begin by the Mishnah, Harei Zegitach. Zog the Mishnah, Harei Zegitach, if a husband says to his wife, this is your get, Amanas shetit neli masayim zus, on condition that you will give me 200 dinners. So the Allah is, Harei Zem Mugardeshes, she is divorced. However, Vetitain, she has to give him the 200 dollars, 200 dinners, in order to fulfill the condition of the get. Now, if the husband says to his wife, this is your get, I'm giving you this get on condition that you're going to give me money from now until 30 days. So if she gives him the money within 30 days, she is divorced. If not, she's not divorced. says, there was a story in the city of Tzaitan. In regards to the person who tells his wife, So the husband says to his wife, Here's your get, on condition you give me back my coat. What happened was that she lost the coat, so she couldn't give him the actual coat. The Chacham said, Let her give the value of the coat, and by doing so, she will be divorced. Now, in the beginning of the mission, it says, um, that if he makes a condition with his wife, here's the get on condition that you give me 200 dinners. So the Allah is, so asks the Gemara, my vititin, what does it mean and must give? Rafuna Omar, vihititin. Rafuna says that she's divorced immediately once the get has been given over to her and she must give him the money in order to fulfill the condition. In other words, the get takes effect from the time when it was given after she gives the money. Kozmashi doesn't give the money, so the get is not uh, is not chal. Now, Rabbi Huda Omar, Rabbi Huda says that she's divorced, sorry, immediately once the get has been given over to her, but she has to give the money um, in order to fulfill the condition, and the, be- the get takes effect retroactively from the time when it was given, after she gives the money. Rabbi Yehuda argues and says, no, she's divorced only when she gives him the money. Kozman, the money was not given. The chalais, the gitan are not there. Ask the Gemara, what's going to be the difference between Rabbi Huna and Rabbi Yehuda? And for the Gemara, the difference will be in a case when the get was torn or was lost after she received it, but before she gave the money. So Rabbi Omar. Avuna says, Avuna says she must give him, but the get takes effect. So if it was torn or lost, then then she does not require a second divorce from him because the get was already found. So she has to give the money. When Rabbi Yudha says, when she gives him the money, so therefore, if, let's say, the document was either torn or lost, she's going to need a get sheni from him, because his opinion is that the get is not chal until she has given the money. Since she did not give the money yet, so then she never really got a get. So now that the get is, is uh, either kora or obad, so it doesn't take effect. We learned a Exact halach with regards to kiddushin that Rav Huna and also disagree. The time we learned, Hayim the Isha. This is a Mishnah kiddushin which says, if one says to a woman, 
If one says to a woman, you are going to be Mekudashus to me on condition that I will give you 200 dinners. So the Allah is, So now they're, they're engaged. And he has to give them money. Itmar, and we learned over there, my vegetin. What does it mean when the Mishnah says vegetin? What does that mean? So Ravuna Omar Vuhu Yitin. Ravuna says he must give, meaning that she is Mukudeshus, provided that the husband gives what he promised. And Rabbi Omar, Le Keshitin, that the Mukudeshus only when he gives. Umar asks, My Binai, what's the difference between the two the two uh Amiroim? This will be in a case where she went ahead and she accepted Kiddushin from another man before the first and gave her the money that he promised. He says he must give to Nabal. So it's just a condition that he accepted upon himself. If he fills his condition and moves on, and the woman is Mukudesh's to him, therefore the Kiddushin of the second man has no validity. Rabbi says when he gives, which means which means that when he gives her the money will be a valid Kedushin. But now it's not considered a valid Kedushin and therefore the Kedushin from the second person takes effect. Now the Gemara says, why do I need to have both cases side by Kedushin and side by Gitin? The same Machlekes. So the Gemara says, it's necessary to mention the Machlekes in both cases. Why? If it would only tell me the Machlekes. With regards to Kedushin, I would think, I would think that only over there, Rav Huna says, and he should give. Why we should allocate Rav Because he comes close to her in marriage. So he does this willingly, and therefore there's a, a, a we assume that his kavana was for the Kiddushin to take effect. However, in regards to divorce, which, what is Kiddushin, what is Kitan doing? It comes to distance her, so we assume that he does not, he does so unwillingly. So that he makes a divorce dependent on condition in order to delay the matter. So, you would think that Afuna agrees to Yehuda that the divorce does not take effect until the condition has been fulfilled. So that's why he has to tell us no that in both cases is lishitosoi that it's buhuyitin. Now, if it would only teach me in the case of gershin, I would think that in gershin Afuna holds buhuyitin mishum delay kosev limitfei. Because he is not embarrassed to demand the money from her afterwards to fulfill the condition of the get, and his kavana was to divorce her immediately. I will gabi kedushin, but in regards to kedushin, where she is embarrassed to demand money that he promised would come from him. So, in other words, since she's embarrassed to demand the money, she may not agree to be mukudashes to him until she actually receives the money. Therefore, you would say that Avhuna agrees to Yehuda that the kedushin is valid only once he gives the money. And furthermore, if it was taught only their opinions in regards to Kedushin, so I would think, over the review of the holds, that the Kedushin is valid only when he gives her the money, because she's embarrassed to demand from him. In regards to Gershin, she's not divorced, she's not embarrassed to ask, you would think that agrees to Gershin, and if it was only taught, in regards to Gershin, I would think Dafka holds over there because over there he agrees because they are distancing. He's distancing her from him. But in regards to Kedushin, 
where he draws her close, so he would think that Yehuda agrees to Huna. Therefore, it's necessary to state the machlikas in both cases. So now, Mesir, the Gemara asks a question based on what's taught in a b'raisa. If a person says to a woman, This is your get on condition. You will give me 200 dinner. Even when the get was divorced, torn or lost, she she's divorced. And she may not marry another man until she gives her first husband the money. Furthermore, it's taught in the same b'raisa. If a person says to his wife, this is your get on condition that you will give 200 dinners to me. And the husband dies, dies, but not only dies, dies childless. So Nasna, if she had already given him the money, then in his kukuliyavam, she is not bound to Yibum because she was already divorced from her husband through the get that he gave her. Like Nasna, but if she had not given the money, then the only labor. He says that she should give the money to her, either her her late husband's father, or to his brother, or to one of the relatives who yarshin for him. And by doing so, she fulfills the condition, and does not have to do evil. Umar says, The first time Rav Shem disagree, only with regards to the meaning of the condition. Which means that the Chachamim, the first time holds that when the husband said, Almanas that she will give to me, he meant to me specifically and not to my Yershim. And she cannot fulfill the condition by giving the money to the Yershim. And if Shem holds that when the husband said that she will give the money to me, he meant to Afilu Yersha, even to my Yershim. Now everyone agrees that this is a valid condition. Yet its fulfillment does not change the date of the get. Does not take a yeah. So now to Yufta did Yehuda. This is a this is a to Yufta on the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda who holds that the get of divorce takes effect only when she gives. So the more answers. I'm looking at Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda will tell you Hamani. In accordance with whose opinion is this? Brisa Rabbi he. This is the opinion of Rabbi Rabbi Danasi. The Amr Rabbi Yehuda. Amr Rabbi Kol Imar Manas Kish Kamer Mashav Dami. Whoever says Manas, it's like he said a a now. So. The agreement will take effect on Mafreya from now, even though the condition is fulfilled only later. Plikir Allah and the Chachamim disagree with him. Well, no, the American Abba and I hold like the Rabba. Omer Rav Zayda says, well, We were in Babu, he said, with regard to the following statement of Omer Rav Omer Rabbi. This that Rabbi said, This that we said, that anybody who says, I'm an Allah. Chachamim disagree with him. Isliki, when I went there to Israel, I found Reb Asi, who was sitting and sitting in the name of Reb Yechonon. Everyone agrees that when you say Amanas, it's like he says, but they disagree only from today until after my death. Now, Tanya was taught in a brisa that the husband says to his wife, this is your get, from today and after my death. Then, get, it's a get, but it's not a get. These are the words in the Chachamim. Rabbi Yudanasi holds a case like this is considered a good get without any suffix. So, this teaches that Rabbi Yudanasi and the Chacham disagree only in the case, but everyone agrees. Then, when he said the language, Amnas, this is if he said, he stipulated, from now. So, Gemara asks, 
According to Rabbi Yehuda, who said that Rabbi, according to Rabbi Yehuda, who said that Rabbi Yehuda, not saying the Chacham disagree with regards to the language of Almanas, Almanas. So, rather than disagreeing with regards to the case of the husband that said from today and after my death, let them disagree with regards to the case where the husband says on the condition. So, my answer is like the Brayse uses this case to inform you the Koyas of the opinion of Rabbi Danasi. Who is certain that this get is valid? So the Mara asks, "Well, if the go Balmanas, why don't you argue on the case of Balmanas? And will teach us the power of the Chachamim, who do not hold that the phrase Balmanas is considered like the phrase from now." So the Mara says, famous line, It's preferable to emphasize the power of of Kula of leniency, and therefore, it's preferable to teach the degree to which Rabbi Danasi is makel. The Mishnah taught, the husband says to his wife, The husband says, Here is your get unconditionally. You will give me money from now until the conclusion of 30 days. If she gives, if she gives the money within him within 30 days to him, she's divorced. And if not, she's not divorced. So, it's obvious. Since everything depends on whether the condition was filled. So, if you fulfill the condition, then very good. So, the says, you would say, no, Dalocha, that the divorce does not take effect unless she gives the money by the time it needs to be said. Why? Because you would say that we have a concern that the husband, the a concern of the husband that his wife will give him the money with a specific time frame. It's not a real concern. And and he comes to just to, to make her crazy. Although he wishes to receive the money as soon as possible, in truth, he does not care for your scope. He, just, he doesn't care to receive the money. And therefore, it teaches us that the statement is valid condition, and if she does not fulfill it, then it's a it's not a valid divorce. Now, then the last part of the Mishnah brought a story of the city of Tzidon involving a person who said to his wife, this is your get, a condition that you will give me my coat, and she lost the coat. So the Chacham said she should give him the value of the coat, and by doing so, she fulfills the condition and is divorced. So the Gemara says, Ma Tani Maisa. What did Rabbi Shimon Gamil teach before to such that he, he now teaches them story? In other words, the story does not seem to be referring to what was stated uh, before in the Mishnah. It has no connection. So the Mishnah says, Really, the Mishnah is, is incomplete, and this is what it's teaching us. It's If the husband said to his wife, This is your gathering condition that you will give me my coat, and she lost his coat, and since he specifically stated it to her, give me my coat, and she cannot give him um, and she could only give him the value instead. Since she lost the coat, the get is not valid. Now, says, no, in such a case, she can give him the value. You should know there's a story inside then. That there was a story of a person who gave his wife a divorce, and she said, on condition that you give me back my coat, and she lost the coat. Give the value. If a person says to his wife, this is your get on condition that you will give me 200 dinners, and afterwards he returned and said to her, it's waved for you, it's a it's, it's, machol. So what's the din? So the word says, This question is, This question can be on the Rabbanon, that only over there, the Chacham say over there, that... She's not divorced, and if the condition is not fulfilled, then she gives him the coat. Is because because he did not. It was not Michael's claim to her 
Um, but over here he says clearly that it's way for you, it's machal. So therefore it should be a divorce. Or maybe I feel like One can say that even states that one can be divorced even if he does not receive the code, only there as she appeased him by giving him the money. In other words, the condition is con- is considered to be fulfilled due to the fact that he received the value of the coat. But in the case where he waives the condition entirely, no, because he does not receive anything from her. Amarlay, Rachel said to him, in such a case, she's not divorced because the condition has not been fulfilled. his opinion from ambition If a person says to another, Benefiting from me is kind of for you, meaning it's also for you to derive benefit from me. If you do not give my son one quart of wheat and two barrels of wine as a wedding gift. Now, Rabmeir says it's also to this other person to benefit from the other person took the Shavua until he gives the son the gift. Even this individual took this vow can dissolve this vow without the consent of and he does so by saying, I hereby consider as though I have received a gift from you. So based on this mission, it would seem that if the husband forgives his wife the money that she owes him, it would be considered as if he received it, and the gift should be valid. So the says, How can these cases be compared? There in the case of the divorce, he just wants to make her crazy, and until she pays him, he does not, uh, he doesn't let go. If he forgives the condition, his initial has not been fulfilled. Here in the case of the vow, the reason that the father took the vow is for the sake of profit. He wants his son to receive a valuable gift. And the one who took the vow decides that it wasn't necessary, therefore he can be Michaelit. Where it says the story there was a certain man who said to a shearcropper, everyone's water. Everyone waters the field three times during the season, and they consume, they receive as payment one quarter of the crops of the field. And, so he says, So what happened was like this. A man said to the sharecropper, everyone waters the field three times during the season, and they consume, they receive as payment one quarter of the crops of the field. Will you water four times and consume as your payment one third of the produce? So what happened, ultimately rain came when the short cropper uh, who, who would have needed to water a fourth time, and so he did not need to water a field a fourth time. So the question was presented to the Chachamim, is the shear cropper still entitled to receive one-third of the produce since he was prepared to water the field, although ultimately it was not necessary to do so? Rabbi says, but he did not water the field a fourth time, so the Tanai was not fulfilled. So he deserves the same as the other shear croppers and receives only one-quarter of the produce. Rabbi Omar says it was not necessary to water the field the fourth time because the rain fell to the benefit of the artist, and therefore he should receive one third of the produce. So the Shall we say that Rabbi holds the Rabbanan and the Rabbi holds the Shimon Gamliel? So the Gemara says, "But do you really understand it this way?" We pass that Allah is always the Rabbi. And this. It's not according to the opinion of Shimon Gamliel. If so, this presents a state between one Allah and another. Where it says, really, the both opinions, the Machlekes is actually according to the opinion of the Chachamim. And Rabbi Yisuf clearly passes it according to the Chachamim. Rabbi Amrlach, Rabbi could have said to you, I know that I was saying this Allah even according to the opinion of the Chachamim. 
that even in a that has the, in this case, even the Chachamim will say, the Chachamim was saying there that she's not divorced, so she does not return the code itself, only when the husband tends to make her crazy. And if she does not need to give the code itself, she will not be saved, as it's, it's not difficult for her to give him the value. But here, in the case of the watering the field, the reason the owner is making the condition is only for the sake of increasing the profit. Uh, it was not necessary to actually the water the field. Now, Tanan also, we learned over there, in regards to redemption of a house in a walled city, we learned in the Mishnah, that if a house was sold and not redeemed by its owner within 12 months, it remains permanently in the possession of the purchaser. So the Mora says, In the beginning, at first, the purchaser would hide for all the final day of the 12th month so that the house would be confirmed as his. Because the purchaser was hiding, the seller would be unable to redeem the house from him. Hillel Azokan instituted whereby the seller may deposit his redemption money in the temple treasure chamber. And then he may break the door of his house and enter to take possession. When the purchaser wishes, he should come and take his money from the temple treasure. From the Takona, we learn, from Hillel, we learn. That if one says to his wife, the person says that uh, this is the get that you will give to me 200 dinners, uh, and she gave him the money with his consent. So the law is she's divorced. If she gave him against his will, then in she's not Migurashis. Now, how does the Rabbah prove this? From the fact that it was necessary for Hill to make Atakana a unique. Uh, case in, in this case of the houses of the walled city that he's giving against his will of the receiver the Havilei Nesina is considered like in Nesina so now Michlal the Baalman Nesina Balkarhalei Nesina from the this proves that generally giving against the recipient's will is not considered a valid giving as if it were that Hill would not have needed to make a Takana and perhaps when it was necessary for Hill to institute a takana allowing the seller to repay the money against the will of the purchaser was specifically in the case of Shlei Bafanov, Dafka, where he gives the money not in the presence of the purchaser. Avil Bafanov, when he repays it in his presence, would imply whether the recipient was willing or whether it was against his will, it's considered a valid giving. Accordingly, one cannot apply Hill's takana to the case of a Tanai. With Gitan. Now, it could only other people say that there was a different gear. So, Amr says, From the Takana of Hillel, it can be, a, it can be, we can learn that if a person says, This is the get on condition that you will give 200 dinners to my wife, and she gave it, whether it was with his consent or whether it was against his will, it's considered a valid giving. And the case where the Hillel, it was necessary for Hill to make a takana when the giving of the money was not in his presence, but in his presence, whether it was with his consent, whether it was against his consent, it's considered a good giving. And maybe, perhaps, even in the case when she gives him the money in his presence, if she gives it with his consent, it's considered good. But if she gives it against his will, it's not considered a good get. Hillel and my and Hillel specifically instituted what was necessary because in the case of the house in a walled city, the purchaser would hide and thereby the takana was necessary there.